What? Hey, did I ever tell you guys that I went to Yale? Yes, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Josh is holding up a Yale water bottle, and I want to be very clear to everyone: Josh did go to Yale. He, That's he, right, everybody. He I went to Yale. There, he got out of his car and he bought stuff at the I, gift shop. I yep. literally went to Yale last anyone, week. Anyone can go to Yale. You just drive up. <laughs> yeah, I, I went to Yale and I dropped off a large speaker. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah. That was for Williamstown Theater Festival. Thank you. Thank you. The weird thing about Yale that I didn't know until you were buying merchandise and showing it to (laughs) us is that their, like, seal or whatever is in Hebrew? Yeah. Yeah. Hebrew? I know. Yale, not really a school that is known for its acceptance of the Jewish community. Like, going back to, like, I think Skull and Bones, they didn't didn't allow Jews in for the longest time. Like, it's... Boy, I mean, we really made progress the day that we finally allowed Jews into the Skull and Bones Society. That's how you know we're a proper country. Oh, we're progressive, folks. My, Why is it? He, did, did you look that up as to like what was going on with the Hebrew there? I mean, Why it that just happened? says Urim and Thummim, right? It's referring to... It's just, I don't, it just says that? Yeah, that's what it says. Why? I don't what know. Is, what is that for? Who am I? Elihu Yale? Do they have the Ark of the Covenant? I, uh, yes. <laughs> did I Did I ever tell Indiana you guys? Jones brought it back, yeah. <laughs> Our 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 college, which is now a university, uh, because it filed some paperwork. Um, <laughs> That's how it works. Had had its own seal in Latin, and uh, it was the Latin. Fr- well, was it, did they put it in English at the bottom as well, um, or was no? It- well, it's just that there were two different versions: one in oh, Latin okay. and one in English. Yeah, one for the idiots. But it one, says, "It yeah. says, my heart, I offer to you promptly and sincerely, or prompte et sincere, which is yeah. usually." The prompte at Sincere um, would show up in a lot of contexts, but it's yeah. me, me, arte, blah, blah, blah. And, and it, I don't know. It don't used to be. I don't think Latin. it is this anymore, but it used to be it's like a book, but then there's a hand coming out of the book and it's holding a heart. It's a mess. You, it's it's to, a complete to, to mess. To be handed to the Lord. And you can very easily, I did this in an in, in art class that I was taking. I turned the, the heart upside down and I changed it to whatever Latin for butt is. That's good. Yeah. Can you? My butt I offer to you, Lord. I offer. Amazing. Uh, can I ask one follow-up question? Can no. you play as Promptere? Definitely not. Okay. Yeah, no. Uh, does NYU have um, any sort of liturgical Who language? Honestly, <laughs> Who the fuck cares? I don't know. Probably not. Our mascot was named after our cataloging system in our library. The Bopes Library catalog became Bobcats. Like, it's not even hmm. that Wow. it was named after a Bobcat. It was named after the cataloging system. And we're also the Violets. We're, we're you know, we're the fighting Violets for hey all Hey guys, did teams. I ever mention that I went to Yale? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Josh anyway. is, again, for, for his purposes, holding up the water bottle that says Yale Guess again. what? Regis Blackguard has a twin brother. Holy yeah. fucking what? shit. Uh, yeah, we're back in Odyssey yeah. again here, so, folks. This was one I was excited to introduce this character to you I didn't remember this episode that distinctly I knew the main thrust of it I didn't realize mm. that they were going to keep it as a twist yeah. until halfway through they were going to let you just like I'm fucking sorry. deal with this shit yeah. spoilers for Double Trouble he mm. is yeah. actually Blaggard's twin brother that's right yeah. he's not just Regis Blaggard pretending to be a different guy this is our first Paul McCusker episode of this, and our only. Uh, all of the others are Phil Lawler today. Which is but, why uh, all the other ones suck. Yeah. And this one's pretty good. You thought uh, so? so yeah, th- it's fine. Yeah, all so right. Lucy's, there are some weird little stretches that this makes. So Lucy's at the Harlequin Theatre. And we'll remember that Lucy is the cub reporter for the Odyssey Times. 
uh, much like I was the Cub movie reviewer for my <laughs> local newspaper. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lucy was personally traumatized by Regis Blackard. Yeah, I mean, she and his almost associate Richard died, Maxwell. Yeah, to be she clear. was very nearly killed. So she is talking to the guy who runs the Harlequin Theater because apparently he's selling it. And she wanted to, ta- to ask him why. Right. Uh, that guy's already gone. He's already out of town. This is like this it's present in Miami. He's already cleared town before someone buys this up. Hopefully um, not for the same reasons. And yeah. she's, she's met by this nice young man named Shakespeare. In a show with the Imagination Station, the fact that they don't clarify immediately that it's not that Shakespeare, but it's just a guy named Shakespeare seems like a very confusing choice. Yeah, his name is Walter Shakespeare. Oh, for God's sake. Um, so... Walter Shakespeare says hello, and he he introduces Lucy to the new proprietor. Someone from the press, Demetrius, huh? Oh, excellent. Oh, Whose voice is that? Shakespeare. <clears throat> Shakespeare? Miss Lucy Schultz, it's my pleasure to introduce you to the new owner of the Harlequin Dinner Theater, star of stage and screen, Mr. R. E. Blacker. <laughs> Oh, thank you. No. Thank you, thank no. What? No. This can't no, be. No, everyone's least favorite Dutchman. This, this can't be. Uh, R.E. No. R. Blackard. There's only one thing that that could stand for. It's like it, this Regis. whole thing could have been cleared up. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing could have been cleared up immediately. Like, it's just. Like, this it's guy one of knew things. his brother was in town and it's, caused trouble. This is yeah. insane. Because, right? like, like, Lucy's like, oh, no. And then we get this fucking bullshit for, like, Another 10 minutes or so, you know, like, at any point he could say, I'm, I'm not my brother. brother. I'm a different guy. And the, and this is they, the plot of like a fucking Terrence play. And if they did that up top, <laughs> which would be the sensible thing to do, then the balance of the episode could be, do we actually choose oh to believe God. this no, guy that's, or not? That is right. what they're doing. This is a Shakespeare plot. This is the comedy of errors. Yeah. Oh, mm. Christ. So, yeah, R.E. Blackard. It's, as you can tell, he's... And also is, like, the Booth family? Yeah, it's, it's, it's Edwin Booth, yeah. Edwin Booth, Edwin Blackard, yeah. Yeah. The, the Terminator franchise's own Earl Bowen is back once again because they wanted to have him around, but not as an evil guy. So he's doing a slightly different voice yeah, he's to play doing, Edwin. Uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, the HBO Max Harley Quinn show. The Harley Quinn Theater. Yes, exactly. Uh, and uh, Alan Tudyk plays Clayface in it, and he does a very similar mm. thing uh, that he does as um, as Blackguard in this, which is just putting a little sauce on the end of like yeah. every single thing he says. Y- and it's, you know my, it's delightful in every single one. You know my problem with Alan Tudyk, right? He has two penises. He should have three. Or it's, should have three, maybe. Well, yeah. that's the thing. It's a misnomer because he does have three. Oh, shit. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Walter Shakespeare is played by Corey Burton. Once again, we get Corey Burton. He's he's just everywhere on the show now, right? He showed sure. up. He did the, the, the Pearl Harbor episode. Now now he is just like their go-to guy. Uh, some of my favorite episodes are, are Edwin and Walter-based episodes. Yeah. Well, and the uh, thing about Edwin and Walter that we need to understand is that they are gay and in love with each other. They are gay and in love and yes. married <laughs> And That's it's just, it's, a, it's it is what, very it's, literally Shakespeare it, in love. Like it's what aww. it's what people in the in the BDSM community call a full time arrangement. Uh, <laughs> it's a yes. full time dom sub situation. Oh uh-huh. yeah, Mr. Shakespeare, why are you wearing a collar? Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, Lucy uh. runs to wit's end and is like, oh no, ah. <laughs> 
and just screams <laughs> for 30 minutes. Ari Blackard. It's Ari Blackard. He's here. He's in town. He's here to he's here to finish the job. What do you mean regarding Blackard? It's actually regarding Henry. <laughs> That's, That's not exactly. funny. Why Whoa. did I say that? No, because I was going to say it, Josh, and you knew you had to get it in there. You've seen like 12 movies. I'm surprised that this Shut is one of the things up. that's I'm in your roster. I'm going to shove my Yale water bottle up your ass. Uh, yeah, no, so John Avery Whitaker um, hears all of Lucy's screaming, and yeah. he says one of his most immortal quotes. This is the start of the holiday season, not the arguing season. More iconic even than that. Why, Josh? He what? <laughs> he says... Well, whatever. <laughs> Connie's really mad because Regis Blackard took her hostage. Right. And he almost and Pinky, killed her. He and Pinky, mm -hmm. who had just freshly murdered a young boy in Chicago. Right. right. Yes. Held her in like a fucking parking garage or like a warehouse that was going to become a distribution center or something. Yeah. And so she's she's mad, too. It's like, oh, Regis Blackard is back in town. <laughs> <laughs> and we got to do something about this. And Wit's like, well, we don't have any proof that he did anything bad. To which I say, you do. Because he held her hostage. Absolutely fucking baffling. There like, is a dead body in Chicago. Right. Wit, yeah. you and Richard Maxwell were both witnesses to the hostage situation. And also, Wit, you were working with the feds. It's com at the it's time. completely fucking baffling. Like yeah. you it would, have it, the proof. It would make some degree of sense if his initial response was, "Well, I don't think that that's actually Regis Blaggard because X Y Z things," as right. opposed to, "Yeah, yeah, right. it's, it's we don't know if he still has bad intentions this time around." <laughs> that's insane. That's an insane thing to say. But what a twist if a couple episodes from now we found out that the real Regis Blackard was impersonating Wit and had Wit tied what? up in the basement. <laughs> I, I mean, I like the idea more that it's like a parent trap situation. So oh, Edwin is out there doing the schemes and Regis is right there in town doing a one-man Hamlet. Mm -hmm. um, Edwin then shows up, or sorry, R.E. Blackard shows up at Wit's end. Right. He's posting uh, up audition yeah. announcements. Mr. Yeah. Walter Shakespeare gives him a big intro because whenever he enters a place, Walter Shakespeare does an intro. Is he wearing a full-time metal collar that has a special key to unlock? <laughs> well, listeners, Maybe. that's up what to other, you to decide. What yeah. other cages is he wearing? We'll find out. <laughs> Auditions? Yes. I intend to produce several new shows and hope to mine the depths of Odyssey for whatever talent may be encrusted in these dormant walls. I love it when talent gets encrusted on the walls. Uh, yeah, Edwin's going to perform at the gazebo, but also audition, and it's kind of the same thing, I guess. There have been a couple of episodes about kids doing plays that Jack Davis was involved in. We're not going back to listen to those, AJ. You can just know that that happened, and I can't even remotely remember the content of those episodes. That's how boring they were. Even I don't remember But them. Brian House will we restage them? Starring the yeah. three of us. I went to a party in Berlin and there was just talent all over the walls. <laughs> so then Connie chews out uh, this man who she believes to be Regis Blackard. Yes. She tells him to go fuck himself. And uh, he's like, well, I don't I don't have to I don't have to stand here and take it. I'm leaving now. Good day to you and to you, young man. And even to you, good lady. Shakespeare, the door. It's still here, sir. It was harrowing to discover that John Avery Whitaker was a playwright. Um, that yeah. that hurt me on an intrinsic level. <laughs> Can you imagine? Here's the thing: 
Paul McCusker is a playwright. And AJ, what? would you like to know if someone recording this podcast right now did a Paul McCusker play in middle school? What? I would love to know that. Yeah. Uh, Brian. Brian did this. Yeah? <laughs> I, I did this. He what? I did this in eighth grade. I did a Paul McCusker play. Oh, God. Uh, oh, fuck. I don't... The title's really boring, but it's Corpus about a Christi. family that, like, gets a cabin up in the woods and, I don't know, time passes. Oh, yeah, and then somebody comes in and, like, they, they're all put into terror. It's called Funny Games, right? I've heard yes, of this. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Paul McCusker wrote Funny <laughs> Games. Um, there was a lot more about the Lord in his version. Um, AJ, I believe you can actually purchase his plays from his website if you are so inclined, and no. I know you kind of are. Are you telling me that Samuel French didn't just, like, swoop in and publish all of them, like, whole Yeah, cloth? no, I'm, I, they might actually be published by, like, Zondervan. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> So you can also hear that Jack Davis's voice is now fully changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's one of the handful of actors they kind of kept around after his voice changed. The other being uh, the voice actor for Jimmy Barkley, who actually gets an extended period of time where they keep working with him. Oh, well, um, most boys, they just threw him in the dumpster. But yeah, Jack oh, wants to, to be no-no door. Jack yeah. has like real dreams of being like a legit actor and a director. He's yeah. just like me. He just like me. Fr. Just like me. Also. Um, And yeah, in in Edwin Blaggard, he sees an avenue for making his dream become a reality. In dinner theater. He, in spite of uh, Connie's protestations, decides to go out and audition. Uh, And meanwhile, Dale lets Lucy know that he can't print the article yet because it's just not finished. Yeah. And and Wit also like excoriates Connie for not being civil because Wit is a big civility cop. Civility is is key. It's it's all about our norms. Even though Wit would be the biggest fucking MAGA guy. Absolutely. We all know it. We all no, it's true. Regardless of what Focus on the Family officially tweeted from their Twitter account. Yep. Also, Edwin and Shakespeare, this is Blackadder and Baldrick because Paul McCusker is nothing if not a guy who really fucking loves British TV. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's a it's there was also a Blackadder uh, reference in another one of these episodes. It might actually be in the next one. Uh, but yeah, there, the, he even ended up living in England for an extended period of time while still writing for Adventures in Odyssey. Uh, with his British wife. He's 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 a he's down. Yeah. Huh. But um, yeah, Lucy, Lucy then decides, well, you know what? I'm going to be courageous and I'm going to go back there yeah. and really face off with this man. And it's like, OK, you're you're nine. First yes. of all, this should not be happening. And there secondly, should be an adult in your life. You yeah. believe that this is the man who almost murdered you in the imagination yes. station. Like, come yeah. on. No, and, absolutely. And, uh, there's there's and, also a great piece of uh, transition music. It's very mist. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. A hundred percent. But then we get the, again, they're still like doing the, ooh, who is this guy? They're not saying his, that the fact that he's just his brother. That's showbiz, sir. No, it's not showbiz, Shakespeare. It's something worse. Something foul. Ah, that voice. Something that has hounded my footsteps on every inch they have fallen. Sir? Do I have to say it? Dare I speak? The unspeakable. Yes, just yes, do please. it. Just, just say it's because please, your brother is Regis Blackard. Please, for God's sake. And you also gotta, just you, kiss Shakespeare full on the mouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you gotta love the way that he just really sinks his teeth into these deliveries. Yes. Like, oh, he is... God, it's so good. Um, there's a I, He has a quote. I don't know if we've gotten there yet, but it's, you do have your moments, though they are decades apart. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. It's delicious. You want to eat that all up? Yeah. So he, Lucy comes over and she talks to him and then we finally find out, yeah, it's, it's, it's a different guy. Mr. R.E. Blaggard. R.E. I know Regis. No, not Regis. Ronald. 
Ronald Edwin Blaggard. I prefer to be called Edwin inasmuch as I don't like to be confused with a certain clown with that first name. Haha, Ronald McDonald. It's just Edwin Blackard. We could have just done this from the start. No, he's never referred to again as Ari Blackard. He's always just Edwin. That's I, the future of Edwin Blackard. I also just wanted to say that it is so funny to me how every time we're back at the theater, you're hearing like a, an Elizabethan <laughs> lute recording yeah, playing yeah. in the background. <laughs> like, I guess he just keeps this music playing all the time. I like to time. think he has like a small orchestra of twinks. <laughs> uh, are they all named after like famous writers? Is there like a Marlowe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Marlowe, uh, Johnson. Or they're uh, actually they're um, named after Peel. the other people who they think Shakespeare was written yeah. by. Oh, so <laughs> got sure. one Francis, named Devere. Francis Bacon. <laughs> um, they all the, these men are all the finest that Prague has to offer. By the way, uh, just a very quick point of order, and I do want to keep at least a little bit of this in. We here at the Worst of All Possible Worlds strongly, strongly subscribe to the reality of history, which is that Shakespeare wrote Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. And anybody yes. else who says that Shakespeare was written by literally anyone else is a fucking dumbass who can pound sand. Take it for your time. Especially yep. very specific people that have been bothering <laughs> Josh in particular lately. Uh, um, so... <laughs> I went to Yale. I can we, talk yeah. about this stuff. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, he keeps grabbing the water bottle and flashing it on the screen as though that's going to make a difference to anyone except for the present company. So they go to the gazebo. Edwin's going to do his performance. He performs always immediately right on time, which is not really how the theater ever operates. No, you got to um, hold 10 minutes. But also no one's there except. Yes. There's no one out there except Mr. Whitaker. Hi, Mr. Whitaker. Hello, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. That genuinely got me. It's I, a good I joke. Yeah. <laughs> it's the specificity hey. of it, right? It's yeah. like he's not right up on the stage. Yeah. Right? Like if this is the fucking Delacorte, you know, he's like up high. Yeah. Right? He's, he's intentionally picking the back row to sit in just to fucking intimidate this kid a little bit more. It's so funny. <laughs> but also there's no one else there but him. So right. he's in the back of like a completely Alone. empty space. It's, it's awesome. Amazing. Yeah. So not only is he, yeah, he's a brother of Regis. They are twins. They are twin boys. Yes. They look exactly the same. There's a very funny recurring bit where where uh, Edwin pronounces Yorick as Yorich. Yorich. Yeah, very strange. That? I don't. I don't know. I, I just think it was just a funny choice. Do you I think, think it was, you it was just it was like funny? A, well, I like thought a personal thought, decision like a on like yeah. on like Earl Bowen's part to be like. He's yeah. not actually I'm a sorry, very good shit. actor. He's not that I didn't, good. I didn't mean to sound that personally offended no, when okay. I said it. I just didn't think it was funny at all. I thought it was like, what? what are you? Like, well, is I thought it was, I didn't think, maybe it wasn't like laugh out loud funny, but there is like a bit of like, it's such a specific character thing that he's not a very good actor. Like, he, like yeah. to in, in, infuse it with like a, oh, this is just a blowhard who thinks he knows everything. But sure. Is it Yorich. I, I, I was I was confused by that so much that because whatever the joke is, it, it certainly doesn't. Well, you read the first folio. Is he called Yorich in the first folio, Brian? Uh no, he's York in the first folio because the first folio is a good text. The it's joke in the would first form. quarto, it might be different. <laughs> the joke oh, would God. the joke would land if it was Yorick spelled Y O R I C H, but it's not. It's spelled yeah. with a K. We have this whole thing where Wit has gotten a magazine that shows and magazines don't publish like this, but Wit has a computers magazine. <laughs> no, yeah. he's Brian, like, no, Brian, it's the, the International <laughs> Computer Newspaper. Oh, I wanted to be newspaper. very clear about this. 
this. And oh God, there's a European computer group. <laughs> that Regis is actually in Vienna today, this very day. Well, the yes. day before, right? It's yesterday's paper, Whatever. I think. It's, the pa- it's today's paper ever. with yesterday's news. This is like the Financial this Times, <laughs> except rather than being about, you know, the financial world, it's about the computer world, I guess. Yeah. Because Wit's a big computer guy. So, yeah, uh, Wit Apple learns sauce. that uh, Regis Blaggard was in Vienna thanks to Wired Magazine. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> this here Nintendo Power says that Blaggard <laughs> has taken over Europe. I see they've taken down that Stephen Glass. Um, so <laughs> that was famously something that Wired did. I know that. I went to Yale. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. He what? There we we have this very um, nice last little sequence with between Connie and Wit, where Wit's basically like, "You should probably like move. Like this guy is fine. We shouldn't judge him based on the sins of his brother." And yeah, uh, he wants to hang and, up the thing in his window. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. Wit has a no posters in the window policy. Right. That yeah. For some reason we know about. This is not the first time this has been mentioned. Yeah. He lets people put up posters. On a bulletin board in the little theater. I mean, there's actually like there's a decent message in here, right? There's like towns, you know, small towns actually being suspicious of strange people, strange homosexuals moving in and, uh, you know, judging people for the sins of others and things like that. It's like, oh, okay, this could be about prejudice or, or something like that. Yeah, because he's a dirty sitter, right? And he's moving yeah, into their town. Yeah. <laughs> it, it ends with like him being like, I'm going to put up this up in the window. And, uh, yeah, Wit goes to bat for him. He's like, I would love to shake the hands of a blackguard in friendship. It's kind of a yeah. weird line, but like, okay. Yeah. Because Wit believes in forgiveness, so he would actually like to do that to Regis as well. Right. I would be curious to hear a little bit more now that we've met him. Yeah, just your overall thoughts about uh, yeah. Edwin... Uh, Shakespeare and their whole thing. How did these characters land with you? I mean, any character that can go like, that can make such an indelible image just by like a few couple lines, like that I now understand and can tell the difference between Edward and Regis just based on like yeah. line yeah. delivery, even though yeah. his voice is so distinct and is so is so magnificently resonant, but you can totally tell which character is which. I mean, I don't know yeah. if he ever does a scene with his brother at any point. Oh, he does. Would, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I can't. I can't fucking wait. When you have larger than life characters in a show like this, it actually helps to ground it, I feel. Yeah. Yes. Um, because you have the sense of, OK, here's like our core rotation and then we get so much mileage out of these other guys and our interaction with them. And the yeah. fact that they appear a bit larger than life means that the struggles of the everyday characters, you know, the Barclays, Wit, mm-hmm. Connie, Eugene, they yeah. all become more e- easier to, to empathize with. I, I understand why they don't want to do that, because they want to make it like a program for the whole family. But it, I can't imagine kids sitting through a lot of the episodes that we've listened to yeah. like and like and yet, riveted in the way and yet and yet of course if, if that's all you have you know if you're in the desert you know an rc cola machine is as good as a pepsi machine i mean but like, it's funny that you say that because i do have literal memories of driving through the desert listening yeah, to these yeah, on family yeah. road trips yeah it was two hours to albuquerque Absolutely. and two hours back so it just it really I, I feel like these characters would make it pop in a way that you could sell it to people who aren't necessarily Christian mm-hmm. right but like get them involved with this, those ideas because when you're proselytizing if you want to get people on your side you have to kind of meet them halfway and yeah. these characters feel like they're coming to meet the audience halfway well you might say AJ that you must become all things to all people so that you may by all means save some is that the bible 
Yeah, it's in the Bible, yeah. Nice. I couldn't tell because it wasn't in Josh's Bible corner, and that's the only way I can process information now. I think that's a good point. Uh, that, like, good point. That yeah. it is a situation where you would expect it to be, like, pitched toward a different audience. Mm-hmm. The weird thing about this kind of media, though, is that they just assume that it will work as yeah. a proselytizing mm-hmm. tool because it has the right message. That's something that is common across a lot of this stuff, whether you're talking about like Christian family radio more broadly, which was such a big thing in the mid to late 90s down to Adventures and Odyssey. You know, they kind of hide the they hide the bag a little bit by being like, this is family friendly radio. Like my local my local Christian radio station growing up, that was always their thing. It was uh, commercial free family friendly radio. Ninety one point three WCSG. And that's just kind of the world that they live in and they don't think too much about audience or who they pitch to because they assume that everybody else is going to have broadly the same experience as them. It's just that they chose to reject the Lord rather than, uh, you know, accept him. So if you just bang on the door hard enough, eventually somebody will answer. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, you stand at the door and knock. Yeah, but you know well, what? I'm more likely to open the door to someone who sounds like like Harlow Doyle than I mm, am. Yeah. Hey, it's me, your favorite character. <laughs> right. The <Tim>. nozzle. <laughs> the nozzle. <laughs> All right, folks, this is a preview of a premium episode, and if you would like to listen to the whole thing, come on over to our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash worst of all. Again, patreon.com slash worst of all. It should show up in the little description thing. Just click the link. And if you subscribe to us, you get, well, double the episodes of what you can access on the main feed, plus some extras that we're putting in every month for our $10 patrons. And once we hit a certain number of patrons, that is, uh, I believe, the number 300, we are going to start adding more monthly content for all patrons uh, once we have that level of support. We are listener supported. We intend to remain that way. We don't do commercials. We rely entirely on the people who like us to keep us going. Anyway, we'll see you next time.